Chapter 10 8.54 p.m. This Earth 3, leader of the Yerk invasion of Earth. This Earth 3, the only Yerk in all of history to take control of an Andalite body. This Earth 3, the only Yerk with the power to morph. Can we outrun him? I asked Axe. No. Can we outfight him? I asked. My voice was a whisper. My mouth was too dry to work right. Axe turned his stalk eyes to look at me. No, Prince Jake. We might get in a lucky shot, but the blade ship is very powerful. This is the blade ship that destroyed our great dome ship. Here he comes! Rachel yelled in warning. A red glow illuminated the blade ship as the viscer fired his engines and came for us. We can try and run, or we can take a chance on a lucky shot, Axe said. He was looking at me. They were all looking at me. I grabbed the joystick. My hand was trembling. I feel lucky, I said. It was an absolute lie, of course. I didn't even feel slightly lucky. But it sounded good. I caught Marco giving me a sardonic smile. He knew I was faking it. I felt Cassie's hand touch my shoulder for encouragement. Hold on. You may be unsteady on your human legs, Axe warned. He threw the bugfighter into a quick, tight turn. Axe was right. I almost fell over before the bugfighter systems compensated for inertia. Then Axe really lit up the engines, and we leaped forward, straight for the blade ship. Ready to fire, Axe said. It wasn't a question. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Wait until... Now! I swept the red target circle toward the black diamond head of the blade ship. I squeezed the trigger, and I kept squeezing. Brilliant Dracon beams stabbed toward the blade ship. But at the same instant, the viscer fired. Dracon beam hit Dracon beam. Zow! An explosion of light so intense, I could actually see through my own hand. I could see Cassie's teeth inside her head. Wham! I was thrown against the ceiling. I fell to the floor and rolled out of control. Rachel landed on top of me, knocking the wind out of me. The bugfighter was spinning. My eyes were filled with balls of light, like suns inside my own head. Spinning, spinning, spinning. And with each turn, I was thrown hard. Into Axe, into Marco. Tobias batted his wings wildly, trying to get some control. It was like we had all been tossed into a washer on spin cycle. Then, with a sickening lurch, the bugfighter came upright. There was a floor again, and a ceiling. And through the window, there was a planet. Earth. Big, blue, and getting closer very, very fast. We're going down! Rachel yelled. Axe! Axe! We're going down! Axe scrambled to his hooves and made his way back to the controls. Too fast, he said. We are going down too fast! Look! Tobias cried. Over there! To the left! We're not alone! Tumbling down alongside us, just a mile away, was the blade ship. It was twisting and twirling and falling, just like us. Wait, Cassie said, sounding more confused than terrified. It's daylight in the Western Hemisphere. Do I care? Marco yelled. We're going down! It was dawn in the Middle East, Cassie insisted. Now it's daylight in the Western Hemisphere. Suddenly, friction flames began glowing from the nose of the bugfighter. We were going back into the atmosphere.
Axe, can you pull us up out of this? I demanded. I am slowing our descent, he said. We are slowing down. But, but I don't think it will be enough. Great, Marco moaned. At least the blade ship will go down with us, Rachel said. Does that make you feel better, Xena? Marco grated. Rachel actually smiled. It was a sad, brief smile. Not much better, she admitted. Ten seconds to impact, Axe said. Ten, nine, eight. Flash! I was no longer in the bugfighter. I was square dancing. I was giving Rachel a resentful look as I bowed to her in time with the music. What the? Flash! Four, three, hold on! I saw green, green on green, rushing up at me. And then we hit. And for a while, I didn't see anything at all.